The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Wednesdays here, midweek edition at Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Hope you're doing all right. Plenty of time for you today to get into the stream or chat. Numbers to dial up 489-1240, 489-1240. Across the state where you hear us, 1-800-825-5865. Watch the show, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Easy to do. Marcus Satterfield just spoke probably about 15 to 20 minutes ago. Some reaction and some comments from Satterfield. We'll try and get that turned around for you. What does Nebraska do at quarterback Saturday? Well, stay tuned. <laughs> I know you have a thought. I know you have a thought out there based on turnovers and performance, but the reality is. Uh, Jeff Sims is going to practice tonight. Sims will practice tonight. How does he look in said practice is going to do a lot for what Nebraska decides at quarterback. That is fine. That is absolutely fine with me. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what Sims' ankle is like. You can email the show, Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence. Find me, Chris Schmidt, at Schmidt underscore radio. Mike Babcock, Mr. Husker Football, going to be with us in about 20 minutes. Evan Bland in hour two at a jock doc on one and only Aaron Rodgers. So we dive in. Quick note before we dive into football in Satterfield. You did it last night watching ESPN. You stood up and applauded champions you applauded nebraska volleyball you applauded john cook you applauded what was a long time in coming of that dish served cold little revenge and stanford and their artwork if you remember about the whiteboard and you had a butt whooping last night as husker volleyball tweeted out timber you got that axe going, you chopped that tree down, you won three cents to one, and you had a bunch of freshmen that are out of this world, talented, thrive in a moment that only Nebraska volleyball can do. You want to talk big stage, big moment, right? We, we've hit on that for Nebraska football. is eight million plus saw Nebraska, Colorado last Saturday. Well, uh, according to, to social media, you had 466,000 tune into Husker Volleyball last night v. Stanford. That beat the Yankees-Red Sox game by about 40,000. Well, who the hell wants to watch the Yankees this I, year? <laughs> junior. Well, <laughs> but no. I mean, but more people want to watch a winning product. It's they, as simple they, as that. You do. You want to watch a winner. And you saw two historic volleyball programs. You saw two teams that will fight their way to the Final Four yet again. 
Uh, you saw a team that went down and swept Texas, which is one moment in time you can be a Stanford volleyball fan. And uh, then the Nebraska just handed it to them. It was incredible. And, you know, you're not surprised because of the excellence that is developed, that is recruited, that is coached, and then that is on display for Husker Volleyball. So we're going to take a minute to start off with the champions and a team that's got a real real threat to, to make another run despite their age, despite their inexperience. Cook just finds uh, studs to, to get out there, rotate in, and uh, you're led by Lexi, and he was awesome. I don't know volleyball. Jacob Bedilla knows volleyball. He was on with Damon this morning and killed it as always. And we'll, we'll talk to Jacob later this week if, if we can. But just watching it and, and just smiling about it as a Nebraska fan, you can take your, your and put your fan hat on, guys and gals, and go – that's just an elite product right there, and what a cool moment for Nebraska to go out there and just own it and just and just just deliver. It's really cool. You're waiting for that to happen in football. Well, it's 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 John Cook and the championship mentality that he has in building that program. There are great players that have played a lot of volleyball for Nebraska over the past couple of years that are barely getting on the court anymore, and it's because John Cook has said, you know what, I'm going to bring in the best in talent. The you want to win your job. You you want to keep your job. You better win the job. Dare I say, John Cook. Is bringing in the Louis. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go to Prime one week. No, no, no. I'm sorry, no, no, he, I'm sorry. but he, he, he like, is he is bringing Louis quality. Yes, and it, it doesn't matter how much you've played for that Husker volleyball program. It's John Cook saying, "I don't care how much you've played for me. I'm going to put the best players on the floor." And damn, Harper Murray. Yes, a freshman. Mm-hmm. You could argue was the best player on the court last big night. time. And and like you know when and you the, have all Americans on the, that floor, you have people who have. Playing in Final Fours and Harper Murray, the true freshman, might be the, be- the best one out there. Well, she's incredible. She, I loved watching Alec patrol the net. She's I mean, fantastic. She's, and she's the fire incredible. she brings. Big time. I love her personality. But but when you talk about Harper, I mean, my God, the, the footwork, the, the, the side-to-side agility. It and brought, just the power. Just the it, power, it, man. It brought back <laughs> horror, horrific memories of, of mine when one of us in the room is trying to make the Southeast baseball team and they're making you go side-to-side. Like you're a middle infielder, <laughs> right? And, and and that didn't work out for me ever. And I didn't. It didn't deserve to work out for me ever. I was never going to make that baseball team, but I tried. the The old track around Prosh Activity Center oh, with yeah. the off season running. Yeah. Uh, some of us had friends out on the hill back in the day, so I blamed the second hand. All right. So the the off season running program was no good, and then they they see the the lack of agility. And side to side movement to, to play. Your arms suck, son, but we're going to try and put you at second <laughs> so it's an easier throw. So now, now you're up on the track. I did some of those baseball workouts back in high school oh, around the track. Where it's like the shuffle into the full sprint. Yeah, into the and stop. Just, and, yeah. No good. Yeah, no, no good. It wasn't good for me just, when I was fat either. Right. Well, but at least you it were, helped me. At least you were heavy. I, I got better. But no, that Husker volleyball team, that match last night. The side to side, the lateral quickness is where we've we got to get back on the track. Yeah, yeah back, and, and Harper Murray is fantastic there, but just my main takeaway from last mm-hmm. night is. I knew this Husker volleyball team was good this year. Holy cow, last night raised the ceiling in terms of my sure. expectations for what this team can be this year. Because you saw all the freshmen, you kind of wondered, is this going to be uh, a year where they're getting their feet wet and you know it's a Final Four run, you're going to be happy with that. But last night like showed me this, this team's goal just from the outside looking in, how they treated that match last night. This team wants a national championship. Well, it's, a, it's a mentality. It it, is. You've got the ability, but to, to harness that ability and have the mentality at this age is great. Brian chimes in to have four freshmen in your main eight. 
rotation and to see their ability was was pretty amazing. Cook wants another natty. Just just lay it out there. He always wants a natty, but he's got a team to do it. So and, and dare I say, I hate to go here because it's way premature, but following volleyball day in Nebraska with the talent he has, if it is a national championship this year or next year, does John Cook think about going out on top? Because you would be laying whoever you're, you're handing the program off to, they'd be in good hands with the amount of young talent that this team has. That's also another place in my mind. I know it's way premature to say that. I'm not saying that I have any inside information or whatnot. You just think about... He wants, he wants one or two more before he, he goes yes. off to, to feed his cattle. But you also know it's important to him to make sure the volleyball program's in, in the right hands whenever he moves on. Sure. And I think you have a freshman group right now that by the time they're juniors or seniors, you'd feel good handing off to the next incumbent and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to leave you talent. You're going to be great. You're, you're going to be a national championship contender next year with the talent I have left you, and that's going to allow you to, to continue off where I have left off in the recruiting process. You wonder about that if, if John Cook has some of that in the back of his mind now with this young talent that he's got. But it's, it's premature to be saying all that. All I know is this Husker volleyball team is a bunch of killers, mm-hmm. and uh, I think there's only a handful – of teams in the country that can come close to what this Husker volleyball program is when they're firing on, firing on all cylinders as they were in the first two sets last night. I'll say this. Uh, you have a different situation when you hand off you, – you were to hand off championship-level teams. And you've seen it be seamless because of the talent makeup and then just the team having ownership. It's player-led. You hear coaches talk about that all the time. You've seen it in football. Two instances, Dennis Erickson, Larry Coker at Miami. Uh, you, have, you go from, from Jimmy Johnson to, to Switzer in the NFL. Barry always jokes about, well, hell, you could have got somebody off the street to coach that team. It was my job not to screw it up. In Nebraska's case, his assistants are elite. They're really talented as well, and, and – We'll see. Uh, we'll see if Nebraska can get it done. But off, so far, so good uh, for Nebraska volleyball. Husker football on our mind. We'll get there now. And Mike Babcock in about 10 minutes. So the quarterback situation isn't clearer, but it, at least you kind of know what Nebraska's thinking. And we'll hear from Coach Satterfield here in two seconds on the quarterback situation. But what is real is kind of a TBD to be determined. What does Sims do tonight? How does he look? How does he feel? His health is prominent, most important. I know there's a loud clamoring for Harburg. I know there's some thought on Chubba Pretty. And I don't think it's really that big a question. Who do you go with if Sims can't go? And I think you go with Harburg. I think you go with Harburg because I think you can design a passing game well enough to suit his abilities throwing it. But I think you're going to win football games moving forward with quarterback run, with a one-two punch behind this offensive line with quarterback and eye-back run, with zone read, with, excuse me, with some option, with some, some design quarterback usage. So here is the response because immediately when Satterfield went to the podium, he was asked about Sims and the quarterback situation. Uh, uh, we held him out on uh, yesterday's practice. Just he got mental reps and you know followed around the huddle and everything, uh, expecting to be out there tonight and you know go as full speed as he possibly can. Yeah, so he's not a guy that went much this week. He is trying to go tonight. Cutter chimes in 
on what you do at quarterback if you're Nebraska. Cutter's take, and you can watch the show here, Hale Varsity YouTube channel. I think it's a terrible idea to have Sims play Saturday if he fumbles or throws the pick. The stadium will not hold back with their boos. Don't know if you can come back from boos and then cheers for your backup. Um, yeah, the the not everybody at Memorial Stadium Saturday night is going to unload on a quarterback if he makes a mistake uh, or a couple of mistakes. Because guess what? All three quarterbacks in this equation could make a mistake or two or three. It would be Harburg's first start. Purdy's been turnover prone. And then Sims has got his history through two games in the rule era. Yeah, you're restless because you're not wrong in the in the instance of what's kept this football program from being one and one or better hasn't been the defense, hasn't necessarily been the special teams, and and it's not necessarily even been the running game. It's just been management. It's been fundamentals. It's been taking care of the football. And I think you're going to see some some Anthony Grant on Saturday night. I think I hope you see Sims. I would like to see more Harburg, but I I, I think it's only fair. I'm not really I honestly. I'm not trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I don't think you can you can walk away from a kid after two games. I I think I think in game if he if he if he's healthy and he goes because he's going to try like heck to go. If he makes a mistake, you you got to coach him through it. And I appreciate this staff to do that. Because I think if he eventually settles down, and I'm not sure he'll change what he is, he may just be turnover prone, despite the athleticism. I think if, if you can fix it and fix him, I think you've got a weapon that's got an arm and got some ability, got some... Some toughness, you've got likability. I mean, guys want to play with him on this football team. I don't think it's fair to Harburg to just keep him or pretty off to the side and, well, they just got to live with the turnovers. No, at some point, for the betterment of the team, you got to make a change. But I don't think you give up on your starter, the guy who won the job this soon. So I hope he's healthy because I want to see him play and I want to see if he can play and get in a rhythm and get comfortable and, God forbid, have a turnover-free football game. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the key for Sims. I do think, as it stands today, we've we've learned that Sims is going to hope to go. I think we're we're moving towards Sims being your starter on Saturday. On one hand, if it is Harburg that that trots out there first on Saturday night, I'm not going to say that's, that's that'll the wrong be decision. fine. That'll be cool. I I would agree with the decision. I'd say, hey, you know what? Based on what you saw in the first two games and what you saw at Georgia Tech, Sims has shown you what he is. But on the other hand, it's a guy learning a new offense. And if you do throw the Georgia Tech, not to the side, but if you keep in the back of your mind more than forefront, you can look at the games and say, hey, you have played two Power 5 opponents who not many quarterbacks, their first two games in a new system are going to be against Power 5 opponents. Both of those games, at least according to Vegas, you weren't the favored team. And yeah, he had some issues, but but I think if Sims is the guy, I can sit there and I can understand a decision to say, you have your opportunity against a team that you should beat, that you shouldn't be having any errors against in Northern Illinois. If you can go have a mistake-free game against Northern Illinois, you earn the right to go play against Louisiana Tech. If you don't, we're going to go to Harburg. Sure. I, I think it's as simple as that. By the time you get to these two games, these tune-up games, it's just what they are. It's a chance to tune up. You've learned your lessons from the first two. Now you get to go implement them on the field. If you haven't learned your lessons from those first two, if you're still making the same mistakes, I think that's... 
from a coaching perspective, a, an understandable reason to say, you know what, we're going to give you the chance now, but if you can't do anything with that second chance we've now given you, it's time to move on. You can't leave him out to dry, and you can't leave the rest of the team out to dry and put a win in jeopardy. If, if he is in his decision-making and management keeping this thing close, got to make a change. But you shouldn't lose your, your starting job due to injury either. So we'll see where they go. We'll see how we practice this tonight. Mike Babcock next.